Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. It's good to be back the weekend right before Thanksgiving. And what a great holiday Thanksgiving is. And on this episode, I would want to talk to you about not feeling bad if you find yourself being alone for Thanksgiving. God knows I've been there. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, it's a blessing. But before we get to that, I just want to make a couple announcements. So, the weekend before Thanksgiving... I want to make the final announcement on this podcast that Wednesday Night Live returns Wednesday, November 27th. So Thanksgiving's on the 28th, and we all know Thanksgiving Eve is a hot night to go out. So whether you're with relatives, your loved one, your spouse, your brother, your sister, your parents, your friends, whoever, we've got an amazing show coming up over at the Miami Improv, 8 o'clock this Wednesday. Now is the time to buy tickets. If you're listening to this on a Sunday, congratulations. You still have time to get the early bird tickets. If you wait until after tonight, tickets will be $15. And on the day of the show, meaning the 27th, it'll be $25. Or if you're really a big roller, like a big spender, it's going to be $30 at the door. No shame because our lineups are amazing and we only want to hook the people up that got their tickets early. Next announcement is Mr. Rice Gold Digger Saloon was a, a complete success. Big thanks to the Rise Realty team for making the Rise Realty Roast such an amazing show. Uh, we had some local comedians go up, make fun of realtors, and then the realtors turned it around, made fun of comics, and uh, it was great. Big thank you to Mr. Rice Gold Digger Saloon. That is our new Thursday night show. Obviously, we're not going to do one on Thanksgiving, so the next one will be December 5th from there on until uh, the new year. Uh, Red Bar, we have a New Year's special on the 30th. We've got a couple of plans on uh, who we should book. I think I've already got one book um, confirmed, but we're going to have an all-star lineup. It's going to be a quick show, 9 to 10.30, nothing but headliners performing as a way to celebrate another successful year in the longest-running comedy show in Brickle. That's right. Red Bar Comedy Night is the longest-running comedy show in Brickle. A lot of out-of-town comedians are also coming to Miami. Now that it's the holidays, I guess they're coming to visit their family, and they're going to be doing our show. So make sure you keep an eye out for Red Bar lineups, Sweet Caroline lineups, Barter lineups, and Mr. Wright's Gold Digger Saloon lineups because it's going to be comedians from New York, uh, L.A., Chicago, and I think I also have a couple from Denver coming. So definitely attend the comedy shows during the holiday season because we have an amazing lineup of out of town comedians that are about to show you what stand up comedy is like outside of the city of Miami. Also, it's the season for holiday parties. So if you need to celebrate anything, you know, with coworkers and you need a venue whether it's small, large, if you need live entertainment, even things outside of stand up comedy like karaoke, open bar, catering, we've got connections um, all the partnerships we have are in different venues in different areas with how it can house from like 20 people to like 100, maybe even 400. I might even connect you over to the Miami Improv. You never know. OK, so you just let me know if you have any sort of holiday party ideas and I'll be more than happy to help you achieve them. OK, and also now's the time to really look into joining the monthly Miami Comedy membership, because now that we're about to have five shows a week consistently, this is definitely going to pay off. It's only twenty five dollars a month and you get a complimentary drink during all our bar shows or you can upgrade to thirty seven a month, which includes uh, free drinks uh, for all our bar shows. And you also get a free ticket to any of our special event productions. 
All right, let's get right down to it. Thanksgiving alone in Miami. Back in the day when I lived on my own in South Beach, I had my apartment and I didn't go home for the, the holidays. I didn't want to do the drive. As a matter of fact, I did it deliberately. I wanted to stay in, made a phone call, told everybody I loved them, stayed home, and I felt amazing about it. And you know what I did? I treated myself very good. Because I believe that being alone is something that a lot of people don't really comprehend. But it's so important to understand what being alone is like and really enjoying it. There's a lot of people out there that have FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. They've got to follow the masses, right? They've got to be surrounded by people. And I think this can be something that's not as beneficial as you understanding and enjoying your own company and treating yourself good. Because I remember that when I first started being alone and I started shedding away from my previous social circle, I started feeling really anxious. I'd say like, oh man, I'm losing my friends. I don't have anyone to share anything with. I'm, I'm going to end up being you know, sad and alone. But the adjective sad isn't necessarily aggregated to being alone. As a matter of fact, it's very blissful once you understand that your company alone can be one of the best experiences, learning experiences, and opportunities for growth. I don't know. Call me an introvert. I don't think I am because I actually like doing social settings for myself as well. I go out every once in a while and I socialize with the folks, but I also use the alone time as moments where I can do something better, whether it's finish a book, write a couple of jokes, watch a movie, um, go to the park, go for a run. Moments alone for me are so valuable. And when I was thinking about what topic I'm going to, I'm going to talk about on this podcast, I knew that there were some people out there that are probably on a business trip in Miami that could probably benefit from this. So this is dedicated to you. So treat yourself good if you're, if you're having a Thanksgiving meal on your own. And you know what? When you make the meal for yourself, do it like you mean it. Cook for yourself with love. Okay? Put the extra ingredients. You know what? Get the good ingredients too. Don't get like that run-of-the-mill ingredients. Get the good stuff, the high-quality organic stuff. And really go all out. Cook really good for yourself. Take your time and take some time off because this meal is for you. Give thanks, okay? Give thanks for who you are, who you're about to become, okay? Give thanks that there's no one ringing your phone or texting you, happy Thanksgiving for you and your family. They don't care. They would have invited you, okay? They're not going to save you a plate. Fuck them. Give thanks that no one is going to be showing up with paper plates to your house like that's going to be adequate enough. Like you didn't just cook a whole turkey with the trimmings and then they go like, oh, well, I also brought chips and salsa. It's like, you, you know, I live here, right? You know, I don't need plates. And you know that I spent the last five hours cooking this turkey. Why did you bring chips and salsa? Oh, you brought <laughs> you, you brought plastic forks, too. Wow. What, what a coincidence. I have silverware in my house as well. Oh, let's all give grace for this friendship. Give thanks because you have a luxury of freedom that not a lot of people have. Okay, do you know what it's like to be in a social circle you don't like? Do you know what it's like to be around toxic family members? You don't have that. You're alone. Use it to recharge. Eat well. Sleep well. Okay, so this podcast, again, dedicated to all the people out there celebrating Thanksgiving alone. Make the most of it. There's no need to see, there's no need to to make a turkey uh, for a whole group of people. You don't got to season it with your tears or anything like that because you've got to count your blessings. 
This is a moment for you. Thanksgiving alone is an amazing experience. Okay, there's a reason why bars open up on Thanksgiving because people want to get away from their relatives after dinner. You don't have to go anywhere. You can drink alone in the comfort of your own home. No awful conversations about, oh, how's the business going? When are you going to get married? Okay, just you, a hot meal, and a bottle of whiskey. And pair it off with a nice apple pie. Oh, wow, what a great pair. Can you tell I'm sober? <laughs> you, know what's one of the, you know what's an overkill meal that you can have for Thanksgiving? Lechon. Which is like a whole, a whole, I put emphasis on the word whole, a whole roasted pig. I mean, I know it's not only popular in Latino families, but lechon is an overkill meal for Thanksgiving feasts. I mean, you have the entire animal presented from snout all the way down to its curly tail. Porky pig, Pumba, uh, Wilbur from Charlotte's Web, just looking right in your, into your eyes just, or out into the distance. Not moving, completely cooked and charred. It's, it's the most unsettling thing I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I love meat. But when I eat lechon, it, I get a very uneasy feeling. It's like the whole animal is presented in full form. You order it from the butcher, it shows up in a body bag. <laughs> All right, you and your buddy, are, you, you got to wear gloves and you got to drag this thing into a cooking contraption that you have preheated, right? Like it's meditative. Opening, and, or sometimes like I've seen, I've seen families like they open it up. They open up this entire, you know, 80 pound pig and they start putting like stuffing and potatoes into it. And then they see, they, they sew it. They sew it like they're Jeffrey Dahmer. It's just, it's just too much work for a meal. It's kind of like you, you, you're, you're conducting a murder. Okay, and there's different ways. There's different ways to cook lechon. It's, they have, you know, I've seen oven style. I've seen like a, a brick, a cinder block looking oven or a.k.a. cajachina, right? I've even seen in the, in the Colombian culture that they dig a hole in the ground and they put coals on it and then they just wrap it around like these leaves and then they just dig it right out after cooking, okay? And no matter how you pull out the animal, it, it just looks like you're uncovering a murder victim, <laughs> right? Whenever I go to someone's house and they have lechon served on the table, I just, I just want to lean down next to this thing like it's an episode of CSI, Kahashina Investigation. What do we got here, detective? A burn victim? Nah, he got shot first. Bullet hole right here above the ear. They removed the bullet before burning the body, though. Obviously a cover-up. Oh, man. <laughs> you pull a piece of skin off of it. Crispy. Seems like it's been slow cooking four and a half hours on 425 degrees Celsius. <laughs> Detective, are you dusting for fingerprints? Nah, nah, nah. Just adding a little bit of a double seasoning to it. <laughs> the killer must have left his mark. There's lettuce all around it. <laughs> oh, and what's the reason about putting apples in, in a pig's mouth after you, you know, after you cook it, like, what's the purpose of that thing, man? It's the weirdest thing to put a, a piece of fruit in. in it's kind of like, 
it's kind of like you're, you're mocking the animal or, or is it because we're trying to compensate that we're about to devour a thousand calories and we just want to fool ourselves? Well, well, at least there's a piece of fruit on this plate, <laughs> right? It's like you're mocking the animal. So just let it die, right? With dignity, let it be presented and be consumed with dignity because like it's been eaten like shit its whole life, right? When it's, when it's dead, putting an apple in its mouth is kind of ridiculous. It's like redundant. That's like if you've been vegan your whole life, and then when you die, the coroner just sticks a Snickers bar in your mouth and is like, hey, there you go. Try that for a change. I've also seen pineapple slices on its back like it's a spa. <laughs> All right, this is getting too morbid. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, once again, this has been the uh, Miami Comedy Podcast. We're doing this every single Sunday. I'm already looking into getting some interviews done for the year of 2020, which is going to be a great year, by the way. Totally looking forward to the uh, new year. I got a lot of things planned. And uh, yeah, just make sure you keep your eyes on MiamiComedy.com as well as ComedyCalendar.com because some great things are coming, okay? Especially if you love to laugh. I got nothing but great news for you. I'll see you on the next episode.